back and beat them. Right. They haven't been in the playoffs since then. Um, so I don't want them going there. Most importantly, let's consider for a second the life-changing action that occurs tomorrow night, the second that Deshaun's name is called. Let's think about how his upbringing was basically done in the later stages in a house built uh, by uh, Habitat for Humanity. Mm -hmm. Meager upbringing, not a lot of cash. Mom overcame cancer. I mean, all the things you could possibly imagine with Deshaun's upbringing in play. The higher he's drafted tomorrow night, the more signing bonus you get, the more life-changing cash, generational life-changing money potentially. You go in the top five picks. Kelly went over some of the numbers for us back in our first segment. You get as, as high as a 17 or $18 million signing bonus. Signing bonus money guaranteed. Even if you don't play it down for that team, you get the cash after Uncle Sam takes his part of it. It's like mm. half. You get down towards the bottom of the first round, and it's not quite the same. So, Ben, I'm going from, let's say, $18.5, $19 million signing bonus at the top of the first round to, let's say, 3 or $4 million signing bonus at the bottom of the first round. Or if I'm not selected in the first round, it's not even going to be that. And the signing bonus money in the NFL is so important because the rest of the contract isn't guaranteed. It's not like MLB where Alex Rodriguez signs multiple, a quarter of a billion dollar deal, first with Texas, then with the Yankees, and you get all that money. Right. The New York Mets are still paying Bobby Bonilla. What, what is that number? It's, uh, I think it's, is it $1 million? Uh, I, I think he signed a deal and they said, well, wait a second, we'll give you this amount now or we will uh, we'll defer payment on this contract for the next 25 years. And, and I think they give him a million dollars a year for the next 25 years. Mm -hmm. All the money's guaranteed. Bobby Benilla right. had played, uh, I mean, an inning of Major League Baseball in like a decade. And for the next 15 years, he's still, he's still getting paid by the Mets. Right. NBA, same deal. NFL, it's not guaranteed. For Deshaun's sake, at that position, given his upbringing, you want him to be able to cash in that first check, and you want that check to be as much as humanly possible. Because in the NFL, nothing is guaranteed. NFL stands for not for long. So if he went to Chicago, number three, or San Francisco, number two, we don't think that's going to happen, or Jacksonville, number four, based off the slotted money from last year's first round, He's going to make a lot more than what he would get towards the bottom of the first round, right? So, I mean, you're rooting for Deshaun, for his family. His mom overcame cancer. Family, you know, I mean, they haven't had any kind of, you know, niceness to work with. I mean, that's just how it is. Two different conversations. For Deshaun, the person, caring about him, the person. Oh, I I am all over what I'm, I'm buying. About the what, person tomorrow night, bro. I am. Well, still, okay. Now then, I've misread the conversation <laughs> because yes, you're you're one hundred percent right. I want them to back up a Brinks truck to the stage mm. and dump a mountain of cash on Deshaun Watson oh, that I know he is going to take care he he is going to take care of all the people who have helped him get to where he is. He's going to, you know, I I'm sure he's going to take care of himself too, as he should because he's earned it, but. I keep reading stories about how I can't wait to help my mom. And it's not just lip service. It's you truly feel that it's the most important thing to him right now. From that aspect of the story tomorrow night, I'm with you. Okay. But I think that's going to happen regardless. From a Clemson perspective, from a fan perspective, what it means to your program perspective, I don't think it changes Clemson University 
much, if at all, if he's if he's ranked if he's drafted fifth right. versus fifteenth versus twenty. It doesn't change anything here. I don't think so. I concur. I concur with that very deep analysis. Yes, and, and and the sense that I get from some fans is that tomorrow night is a bragging right opportunity. I personally just don't view it that way. I don't think that our feeling of Deshaun Watson or his legacy changes whatsoever if he doesn't go in the first round. That's what that's the side that Well, if he didn't go in the first round, there's going to be a little trash talking in this state. There, there will be, right? but, but I just won't care about it. You won't care about it. I think it would be a little prickly if that happened, right? I mean, yeah. it would you you would kind of see that on Twitter, like eh, I don't really like reading that. Yeah, <laughs> but he's going in the first round. He's going in the first round, right? There, there's no doubt. I mean, any doubt at all that that doesn't happen? I mean, he he's got to go in the first round. But there is doubt of that, not because it's Deshaun Watson, because it's quarterbacks in the NFL in a very what feels like but they a, need quarterbacks. Ben, they need quarterbacks. Yeah, they need quarterbacks. Right. It is just it's just so hard to get a read. We're talking about my view of the draft, and I am a far cry from being a draft expert. I'm anything, but I feel like we're talking about fifty second round guys and very few first round guys. Historically speaking, NFL, there's not a ton of can't miss jump off the page first rounders that I see especially as you're talking about quarterback now people have to be drafted in the first round so there will be first round draft picks tomorrow but you mean you get what I'm saying I do and from a motivational perspective if Watson doesn't go in the first round and he turns out to be a Russell Wilson type game changing player at the next level. And I, I, I think that's in his wheelhouse. He's not the same mm-hmm. player as Russell Wilson. First off, he's taller. Second of all, he's probably not as athletic or, ah, I don't know, as Wilson. That, that feels awkward to say that. But, you know, Wilson's not known as a dynamic runner, neither is Deshaun, but they both put up decent numbers on the ground at times. Um, but if he went outside of the first round and became that kind of player, it becomes a very nice story in the years to come, and it takes away the sting of what we'll be talking about Friday on, on this show if, if Watson doesn't go I, I I get what you're saying. Wherever he ends up, even if it's outside the first round, it's not going to be that big of a deal the further we get away from the actual draft itself. And I think we both feel like he's going to be successful at the next level regardless of what happens and where right. he goes and when he's selected. I, 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 I agree with that. I, I get that. I think in the short term, if he doesn't go in the first round, there's going to be people, all kinds of people speculating around here about, you know, why it happened, what it meant, you know, and it'll just be interesting to hear how we feel after the fact, if it actually goes down uh, in that manner. But from Deshaun's perspective, you are picked, let's say, in the top 12 to 13 uh, selections, and it's life-changing cash and what you can do for your family. If this happened to Ben Milstead, Let's say at the age of like 21 and a half and you're picked in the first round of the draft and you get a signing bonus of, let's say, after taxes around three mil. What what, what are you doing with that? What, what, what's the first thing? You go out and you buy something just insane 
And then you probably do something like that for somebody close to you. What what would those things be? Just out of curiosity. We play this game probably every year. Most radio shows play it. It's interesting. But if you were dropped that kind of cash after taxes, so you got $3 million tax-free sitting in your bank account right now. The first two purchases would be what? Every member of my family is getting the the vehicle of their choice. I'm, I mean, I'm going straight vehicle. You, to begin all right, with. so you go cars. So how so how many cars are we talking about? Ten cars, ten cars, or a close family? Uh, yeah, we are, we're we're talking ten cars. All right, so you're buying ten cars. You got a max price for those vehicles. You got a max price because that's get expensive. Yeah, the, the, I mean, those ten cars you could you could spend. You could spend eight hundred thousand on that, and that's not even crazy cars. Well, but I mean that. All right, so that's almost a third of your signing bonus. And you're going to do that on cars. The second you drive them off the lot, they they go down. They depreciate by like thirty percent. You know, I probably know, I probably when I said that I wasn't really thinking about you know sister and parents. <laughs> I was thinking about like me, me and my kids. Of course, I'm twenty one years old. I'm not going to have kids. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, how I would spend that now. It's hard to think back to what you would do at 21. I mean, you would do something stupid yeah. compared to what you would do now, right now. Right now, if you did it, what were we talking about? Oh, right now. I'm yeah, we'll right. four miles, my 401k, we're going to do it this way. Oh, heck no. <laughs> I mean, you go buy a house, what would you do? Uh, right now, I'm 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 going to pay off everything that I owe and buy kids' cars and wife cars and... You know, text line says I'm buying 87 Fleer set for Roy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That'd oh, be great. I love texts like that where you take an you take an older show, combine it with the new, shows you're paying attention. Hats off to you, friend. So, but you have you've put no thought in this. I, I'm buying a house. I, I want a house, no mortgage, and, yeah. and just to know that this bad boy is here, and this thing ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I got to pay the taxes on. It. Yeah, I got to do all this stuff every. I, I get that, but. I don't have a mortgage. I, I'm buying a house. Right? I'm buying the nice house. That's the first thing you got to do. And, and then you're taking care of your family. Yeah. Right? I mean, in conjunction with that, you're saying, okay, mom needs a house. She gets out. Dad needs a house. Get a house. I don't have an enormous house, but I really- where, Dude, you got a big house. Where I am right now, well, not compared to somebody who has $3 million sitting in the bank, I don't. I, I'm not even shot, so sure I wouldn't downsize, but just it would be, be on a lake somewhere- or Dude, you're on a lake. It'd be I'm a, I, I can see the lake from my house. I am not on a lake. I'm on the poor side of the road. Um, I'm I'm in the middle of 30 acres on the lake in a in just a a you modest see the lake from a the modest porch. comfortable yeah, house. That's, that's, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm still working here. Maybe not as much as I do now. But. Um, you're still working. You'd still, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't. I love what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I, yeah. I, now, I mean, you might not see me for a couple months, but eventually I'm coming back. <laughs> we're going to Hawaii. Let's go, Clark. Roy, we're doing a remote. <laughs> yeah. For the next month. Where, where from? From oh, Malibu. Yeah. <laughs> where you want to do it from. <laughs> no, but, but he, he does the house for mom, I would think. Right? He, he, he gets the house, the car for mom. Oh, and. I think Deshaun Watson is staying awake at night, at night, excited, not because he's going to be on an NFL roster next year. I don't think that's the first thing. I think the, the first thing for him right now is I'm getting ready to set my mom up for life. She has no more financial worries. I, I really, truly believe that's the number one the thing. The car in the house for her, done. Your yeah. first round pick, and you get the $4 million signed by. So keep in mind, you don't get that money right away. You don't get that money right away. You got to agree to terms. A lot of times it takes a couple of months to agree to terms. You got negotiations going on between your agent 
in that particular team, the general manager, and that's never a lot of fun. You know, a lot of times you're fortunate to have your deal done in principle before the start of training camp. And some organizations are better at accomplishing that than others. Some agents are better at accomplishing that compared mm-hmm. to others. Now, what happens is you're drafted, and then all of a sudden the agency that represents you, the agent that represents you, you know, can give you the loan. You got a line of credit. You can do this. And so a lot of times that'll happen. So you may not get that cash right away. I'm going the house and the car route probably. I, you know, maybe the M3, M5. I'd go M5. The M5 is what I really like. Probably get that. But you set up the people around you. But you can't go out buying 10 cars. You can't go buy 10 cars for everybody in your immediate family. That, th- to me, that's the worst thing you could do. And also, you got to remember, too, NFL not for long. The average lifespan of NFL players like two and a half years. I mean, if you're lucky, if you get a couple of breaks. So the money that you get, you can't go crazy with it, especially playing football, because you just don't know if those kinds of funds are going to persist. So it's so important right out of the gate for you to manage your cash the way that it needs to be managed. And honestly, you need to be kind of conservative with it because, again, you can't predict the future. And so you're buying cars and they're depreciating. You got nothing to show for yourself five or six years from now. Those cars are sitting in a junkyard somewhere with 190,000 miles on them, undrivable. You know, so you got you to be careful with, with how you handle your money. My favorite running back of all time in the NFL is Marshawn Lynch. And he's coming back for the Raiders. Number one. He's coming back. Beast mode. Yeah, I know. Number one, because of the player that he was, how hard he played the game. But number two, when you find out what he did off the field, how he stayed very conservative relative to everyone around him. I didn't even know the this. Way that he, oh, Marshawn Lynch could, could retire and didn't fear retirement when he did because financially he, he set himself up. He, in, he invested. He didn't blow his money. Now, I'm sure he drives some really nice things, you know. But he didn't go spend every dime he ever made. He didn't make it rain. He invent well, he probably did a few times, but <laughs> he's beast mode. Not every night. You gotta make it rain if you're beast mode once in a while. I mean, he didn't pull a Jamarcus Russell, you know, and you you've got more going out than you got coming in a a year after an enormous contract. Uh I just you know, Marshawn Lynch took care of his of his mom. Was in a in, in that in a similar type situation, took care of those closest to him, and then he just said, "You know what? I one Ferrari's enough. I don't need two. <laughs> I respect a man that knows his Ferrari limits. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to get one. I'm not going to get multiple ones. Yeah, that's good. Second hour continues. Uh, more on the NFL draft. Six five four roar. We're brought to you by Loco Mart. It's marathon fueling the American spirit. Four eighty old Greenville Highway. I go by and see them fill up the gas tank. They got the best prices on gasoline here in Upstate South Carolina, directly across the street from Bojangles. It's Loco Mart. They're open until midnight. They're always student friendly. They got craft beer, craft beer at Loco Mart. Not a lot of convenience stores offer you that kind of convenience. They're under new management. Always friendly. We're going to save you money when you fill up the gas tank. It's 480 Old Greenville Highway, Loco Mart. It's Marathon Fueling the American Spirit. Second hour continues. More of your calls. You want to talk with us, 654-7627. The Northland Communication phone lines back with more after this. 
Everybody knows the story. You can't sleep on a bed that's too hard. You can't sleep on a bed that's too soft. But you can sleep on a bed that's just right. Engineered sleep might not have been around when Goldilocks was written, but they know that a bed that's just right is made just for you. It's not just a fairy tale. They actually build a mattress based on your sleep habits and patterns so that you can get that Goldilocks kind of sleep. And if after a couple of weeks you find it's not perfect, Engineered Sleep will adjust it until it is. Visit their location at 627 Congaree Road to see the process and learn how your mattress is made. By manufacturing your custom-made mattress at their factory, you're saving money because there's no middleman. Factory to you. And you can score a significant discount by picking your mattress up instead of having it delivered. Engineered Sleep, it's not mattress shopping, it's an experience. It's that time of year. Summertime is creeping in and you panic while looking at your yard. McNeely's Store and Rental is here for you with Steel Dealer Days April 7th through May 28th. Take an extra 10% off non-sale items. Come out April 28th through April 29th for deals and food provided by Palmetto Smokehouse. Demo new steel battery-powered line products. You heard that right. This is not your grandpa's chainsaw. McNeely's Store Rental, 980 Tiger Boulevard in Clemson. Ready SC, in cooperation with RBC Aerostructures, is seeking machinists, assembly technicians, level 2 NDT technicians, and customer service reps. Positions are immediately available for their Westminster facility. For job requirements and to apply, visit sctechjobs.com or you may apply in person at 123 Commerce Way in Westminster. RBC Aerostructures is an equal opportunity employer. Everyone has someone in their lives that could use a little surprise, a little pick-me-up. You want to deliver those smiles, but who has the time? School, work, and more. Try Urban Nirvana's online gift certificate. Buy and print it right from your own computer. A great way to treat your wife for making all those tailgate preparations. Your college student for all the hard work. Or mom, just because. Online purchase and print from your computer. Only at urbannirvana.com. CMH Services is South Carolina's source for new Crown and Unicarrier's forklifts, used forklifts, and forklift parts, service, and rentals. CMH offers a complete line of material handling solutions for every application. CMH is dedicated to providing their customers the equipment, knowledge, and support they need to make every operation a total success. Locally owned since 1968. Call 800-922-9569 to find out more or go online cmhservices.net. That's cmhservices.net. Hey y'all, Caleb here from Local Q. Did you know we offer amazing monthly specials in addition to some of the best barbecue in Greenville? Every month our chefs collaborate to create four unique menu items, including an entree, sandwich, and dessert. More of a traditionalist? Come in and try our house smoked wings with one of our five bold barbecue sauces. So if you're hungry as a hippo, join us at 30 Orchard Park Drive, Suite 7. Or check out our menu at www.localq.com. Remember, Local Q is 21 and up at all times, so don't forget your valid ID. Twisted M Rodeo welcomes the High School Rodeo Association, where the high school division will be April 28th and 29th at 8 p.m. nightly, and the junior high division will be April 29th at 11 a.m. Great food, family fun, and rodeo action. Win a truck with Duval Ford Football Kick Challenge or get a chance to win a Clemson Tigers autographed football signed by both national championship coaches. $10 admission for adults, free for kids 10 and under. Heritage Fair Fairgrounds, 233 Sanifer Boulevard in Westminster. 
Middays means three great hours of sports talk on the Roy Philpot Show. You cannot have a normal life and do this job at the same time. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Rule. Second hour continues on a beautiful Wednesday here in the upstate. Hanging out with Ben, I am Roy, back at 105.5 The Roar, 654-7627, the magic number. Talking a lot about the NFL draft today, Deshaun Watson, life-changing cash, all that going down, we believe, tomorrow night. Not only for Deshaun, but also potentially for former Clemson wide receiver Mike Williams, who has a great story in his own right. I mean, it's so strange when you think about his career how it intertwines with Clemson's two championship runs and how in one of those runs he is very much included and the other one he obviously was not because of the neck injury. In in a very freakish kind of way, think about it like this. Williams went out on the first series in the first game back in 2016 when he catches the pass, hits the goalpost. He did catch that. It was a touchdown pass, it was right? A he touchdown. Caught, he catches the touchdown. First oh, touchdown of the year. First touchdown of the year. First drive of the year. Boom, boom. Williams touchdown. Runs into the post. <laughs> you know, Taj Boyd, we did the spring game two years ago. <laughs> he said, Yeah, I always kid Mikey about uh about that play. It was a post pattern. I'm like, man, that ain't right. You can't he can't say that ain't right. <laughs> and he's laughing about it. On air, I'm like, really? And he's like, Yes. Um <clears throat> the first series, the first touchdown, Williams hauls it in. And, and at the time, we're thinking this guy's going to be the best receiver potentially in the country that year. Now, we didn't know it emphatically, but we thought that he was going to be one of the best in the ACC. And in fact, he was preseason first team all conference. Hits the post, the neck injury, everybody's cautious and freaking out. And he's done. He's done for the year. Mike Williams done for the year. And we think about what happened as Clemson wins its first 14 games that season. And at times you missed him, but you didn't need him. But it turns out you needed him against Alabama in that national championship game out in Glendale because there were a couple of tosses into the end zone where if old number seven is there, he probably comes down with it where an Artavis or others probably would not and did not, actually. There's Mm -hmm. one play in particular where Watson threads the needle, Scott's double team gets his mitts on it and can't haul it in. If, if, if Williams is there, I you know, either a flag's coming out or he's bringing it in or something's happening. The drive's continue. The drive will continue. <clears throat> in that game against Bama, I remember walking out of that stadium thinking, if Williams is healthy and if he's playing tonight, I think Clemson has a much better chance to win. And he almost beat him. And it took an onside kick to beat you that evening, right? We remember it very well. Had the bird's eye view of it. I still remember it this very day so vividly. When the kicker just kind of doinks it out to me, like, what's he doing? Oh, crap. You had all the momentum in the world, and you couldn't pull through, in part because of that kick, and in part also because Mike Williams didn't play. The irony of it is, had he played that entire season, and he does half of what he did this past year, and he probably would have done a lot more than that, obviously. He probably puts up similar numbers compared to what he did this past year when he was healthy. Ironically, if he played last year, He's done after last year, and you don't have him for the second championship run. And so in a weird way, if Mike Williams was healthy in 2016, or excuse me, 15, I think you win a championship then, and then this past year, I I don't know, maybe you lose to Bama. Ask yourself, do you beat Alabama in Tampa without number seven? Ah, Back shoulder toss, back shoulder toss. I mean, sustaining drives, uh, penalty flags. I mean, certainly on that last drive, 
Eh, I don't think so, right? I don't think so. Hmm. So Williams is intertwined forever in Clemson football history because he went out one year and you still you, you almost won a championship. He comes back the next year and you win one, and the, the exact opposite could have happened if he was healthy in that first year. And yet in this draft, we think he's going to be the first Clemson player off the board. But think about that for a second. I mean, you got to blow your mind if you think about it too much, right? Right. Can can I take that to the next level? I, I don't think you're ready for this. I'm not. This, and I love it when you just this, say something this like kinda, that. kind of, I don't mean to be the downer here, but thought this morning, you know, Mike Williams, Deshaun Watson, Artavis Scott, mm-hmm. um, good players. Yeah, they're not they're not bad. Uh, Wayne Gallman, good player. They could all return. That could have all returned. <laughs> wow. What, what, wow. What are the conversations like wow. if if all of those guys just they didn't have the option of going to the NFL? And for the record, I'm a, I am I am not avo- one that advocates that you can't go. Go I, get your cash. Go get your cash. But let's just let's just pretend for a moment that they couldn't. They don't have that option. They come back for one more year. Can uh, I mean not not only not only are you the odds Wait, on, what are, what are you trying to do here? Well, not you, only you, are you the on, on, on the odds on favorite to win it again. Like your second and third place, the other the other three playoff teams at this point, well, first you're, off, you're that's str- a fallacy because we both know Bama would still be predicted to win the national championship <laughs> next year. That people still wouldn't have the stones to be able to make that call, even with Deshaun and Wayne and everybody else back. Yeah, they wouldn't have the stones to do it. I, so I, it's kind of a uh, if that happened. Think about it like this: the issue would not be the schedule, or Florida State, or at Louisville, or Lamar Jackson. The issue would be internally here in battling complacency because you would have been so good for the last two years and having just won a national championship, you come back and you say, well, wait a second here. Why do I have to run out this, this hundred yard sprint the way that I did last year? We won it last season. We're going to be able to win it this year. All we got to do is flip the switch come November and we're going to be good enough to get the job done. I, it would be fantastic on paper, but mentally, I think it would be an enormous obstacle to overcome because you're not getting paid here. It's not Super Bowls here. You would have climbed Mount Everest and beaten Bama in the process. You would have played for back-to-back national championships. The thought of being complacent, would you fully be all in for a third or fourth year under Dabo Sweeney hearing the same song and dance over and over. So that's part of the brilliance of why it's going to work here for Sweeney, we think, for such a long period of time, because that message is not going to get old. You're, you're cycling in new players. Right. And losing last year's stars, you're already starting to hear, well, we're not chasing, we're not defending a national championship this year. We're chasing a national championship. So, I mean, it's like, oh, oh, okay, I see what you did. So you're, you're kind of tricking me. Last year doesn't matter. Championship last year doesn't matter. Playing for one two years ago doesn't matter. We're chasing a title this year. Would that really resonate with Deshaun, Mike, Artavis, and Wayne? I, not as much as it will with these young guns trying to, to, to be the next players like that, right? So that that would be, I mean, as great as it would be to have them back, and I take them back right now. We all would. It would be a true test of the Dabo message, and to see if you can keep your guys motivated, uh, 
you know, at that same level. That that would be very difficult, wouldn't it? I mean, even for guys that are just tried and true, believe in the process, they're cashing in their all-in chip before every single game. You throw it in the bucket. They're saying all the right things. I mean, still inside, deep down, it would be difficult to bring it when Wake Forest comes to town, right? I mean, <laughs> you, you, know, yeah, you could be staring at a couple of upset possibilities. You're talking about a, fo- a focus and a motivation uh, factor here. Dabo Sweeney still the head coach at Clemson? Yes. Next question. <laughs> All right. I mean, really? Uh, I mean, maybe. maybe. He he would have to dig deep, and he, he, he can. But you would he would have – William Christopher would have to go as deep as he ever has into the initialism acronym playbook. I mean, it would be T-X-M-O-F-V-F, right? I mean, yeah. he just comes up with something that, you know – blows your mind to be able to get those guys back to that point. Jenkins in Atlanta says, uh, in that scenario, other teams would have their people back to Ramsey and Cook would be at FSU. Yeah. That's okay. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. you're telling me I can let them have those two and, and, and I get that offensive production back from Clemson. Well, it, okay. And, and the key there is too, is that, you know, Ramsey and Cook would be coming here in early November, six, five, four, seven, six, two, seven, eight. I, that's the really interesting component to what all preseason projections will have for this conference come uh, July for the ACC football kickoff. The, the really interesting component is with DeAndre Francois and Derwin James and that defense returning at Florida State, I think that they are the favorites in the mind of many. But the issue is Florida State comes here, a place that they've only won one time since 2001. So, you know, is that going to be enough maybe to change uh, our thought process as, as far as who is going to be projected uh, to go? And, and the text line reminds us, to, or projected to go where, projected to finish where, but text line reminds us, uh, Roy, Ben, talk about how quickly T. Higgins becomes Mike Williams. Let me put that on the shelf for two and a half seconds. We'll get to that coming up maybe in our next segment. 654-7627-654. Roar on the Northland Communication phone lines. Let's get to Randy, who uh, joins us right now. Randy, good afternoon. Yes. Yeah, just a quick question. I had a thought. Do you see any scenario where Deshaun and Mike Williams could wind up on the same team? Besides Cleveland, of course, I hope. It, it, you, know, uh, you know, Tennessee has been one of the destinations I've heard a lot for Mike Williams. It, you know, Marcus Mariota's there, so that would eliminate that. I, I think it would have to be a situation where both players fall a little bit and then you would need somebody trading back into the first round to do it. In my heart of hearts, Randy, I, I think that Williams comes off the board first. I think he probably comes off the board in the top 10 and then Watson is probably somewhere between 15 and 20. So, uh, I mean, it would be magnificent and you, you, you got a built-in TD combination right out of the gate. I, I think the chances of it happening would be small. San Diego comes to mind, just thinking out loud. Um, I, I, I don't know about anybody else. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. Just a thought. I thought, you know, anybody but Cleveland, that, that could be a pretty good combination because they, they've established themselves and that'd be two great picks, wouldn't it? Oh, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. ABC is what I'm saying today. Anybody but Cleveland. Randy, thank you for the phone call. ABC, anybody but Cleveland. For Deshaun, I, I'm not interested, especially if he's not number one overall. Yeah, um, I mean the, the the way something like that would likely happen is a team like you know, like say Arizona takes Williams number one, 
and then you get down to the end of the first round, uh, Deshaun is still on the board, and they don't, you know, everybody, it's kind of unexpected that he's still on the board. Arizona trades up in their second round, trades it, takes their second round pick, tries to trade up so that they can get him that way. Um, but outside of Cleveland, who, who just has so many picks, it's kind of hard to it's hard to imagine that kind of scenario when you're talking about two guys that are both projected as first rounders. You could change the complexion of your offense for the next decade by picking up those two. I mean, right? I mean, think mm-hmm. about how quickly and you got to acclimate yourself to the NFL. You're probably not just coming out full bore right out of the gate, you know, tossing touchdowns all over the yard. But in the next 5 to 6 years, if you drafted those two on the same team, I mean, you got a chance to be pretty special offensively by the time it's all said and done. I mean, that's, that's, that is organization-changing action on offense if you get Mike Williams and Deshaun Watson in the same draft. I don't think a team uh, – I don't think a franchise would ever do that simply because the two had been on the same team. Really? So more that they're both uber-talented because, I mean, and, and they – you have a you have a slight leg up on on the chemistry, but halfway through a an NFL season, you know I'd imagine you develop new chemistry with new guys pretty quickly. Uh, well, I mean, if Houston takes Deshaun, I bet there's going to be a pretty special chemistry already, and it has nothing to do with the fact between you know Hopkins and Watson that they went to both went to Clemson. It's just that Hopkins is really really good. Yeah, and, and you can go back shoulder toss to him all day long if you want to. Yeah. Or you just throw it up there, and he's just going to go run and get it. Uh, that's what Nuke does. Six five four seven six two seven. More on this coming up. Uh, Clemson baseball big win yesterday against College of Charleston. A huge, I repeat, enormous. I repeat, big series this weekend up in Chapel Hill, where North Carolina may be the, the best team in the country this year uh, on the diamond. And you're on the road. What happens if you go up there and you win that series? You already jumped up a spot this uh, week in one baseball poll. You're as high as number three. Uh, you really got a chance to make a major statement, to be a national seed and to be a high national seed if you're able to win this series this weekend. So we'll talk more about that. A lot of changes going on in the media world as well. Maybe we'll get to those coming up in our third hour. T. Higgins, Mike Williams, what does that mean? And we'll talk about that next. Stay tuned. The 82nd Annual NFL Draft starts April 27. All eyes will be on Philadelphia as the NFL chooses the best of the best to fill their rosters. This could be an historic year for the national champion Clemson Tigers. Join 105.5 The Roar as we bring you round one of the NFL Draft live Thursday, April 27th from 8 p.m. until midnight. Round one of the NFL Draft live April 27th at 8 p.m. on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Coming up, Don Munson will have the Solid Orange Daily Show, presented by the Greenville Health System on the Clemson Tigers Sports Network. One tiny device is making a big impact on heart patients in the upstate. It's a new heart valve placed using a minimally invasive procedure, giving high-risk patients a second chance at life without open-heart surgery. This breakthrough technology is only available at select hospitals nationwide, including here at Greenville Health System. For even more reasons to trust your heart care to GHS, visit ghs.org slash heart. Greenville Health System, advancing health care for generations. 
Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. Congratulations to sophomore right-handed pitcher Alex Eubanks on being named ACC Pitcher of the Week, announced earlier this week by the conference office. It was his second Pitcher of the Week honor here in 2017 and the third of his career for the Moore South Carolina native. He was also named ACC Pitcher of the Week back in 2016 on March the 7th and earlier this year on March the 27th for his three-hit shutout at Boston College. In the first game of a doubleheader this past Saturday against then number 17 Wake Forest, one of the nation's top offenses, Eubanks tossed a seven-hit shutout with a career-high 12 strikeouts, no walks, and earning the win. He threw 116 pitches in the game, 80 of them for strikes, and did not allow a base runner past first base until the eighth inning. It snapped Wake Forest's streak of 82 games in a row where they had scored at least one run. On the year, Eubanks is 6-3 and three with a 3.36 ERA and has held opponents to a 239 batting average. He also has 67 strikeouts against just nine walks in 64 and a third innings pitched over 10 starts. He'll be back on the mound this coming Saturday against the Tar Heels of North Carolina. And our report presented by the Greenville Health System, the official health care research partner of Clemson University. It's a great time to party or eat outside. Spend as little time in the kitchen as possible and let Joe's New York Pizza take care of your meal with their great menu of heat and serve selections. Meatballs and marinara. You know, the sauce. Subs, pastas, wings, salads, everything you need and just heat and serve. Whatever the size of your party, call Joe's. Then pick it up when you're ready. Joe's New York Pizza. Pre-order now from Clemson or Seneca and just heat and serve. The good news, our business is growing. The bad news, we have to hire again. Uh, The searching. Where do we look? What if we hire the wrong person? Actually, we could use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter? ZipRecruiter makes hiring fast and easy. With one click, our job would be posted to 100 leading job sites. But are the candidates any good? You bet. As soon as we post our job, ZipRecruiter starts identifying the best matches and notifies them to apply, all within minutes. Well, whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates fast with ZipRecruiter. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by hundreds of thousands of businesses in a variety of industries nationwide. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash score. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash score. ZipRecruiter.com slash score. If you or a loved one is struggling with drug or alcohol addiction, call Addiction Recovery now at 864-520-5126. Our trained addiction specialists are available 24-7, and all calls are free and confidential. Your insurance may cover 100% of all costs, so call now. We work with top accredited facilities across the country for any kind of addiction and age group. So let Addiction Recovery now find the best option to fit your needs. Call now at 864-520-5126. Listen at home. Listen all day at work. Listen on the computer. It's all digital and stuff. Live and local. The future of entertainment. Live and local all day. 105.5 The Roar. This would be a good song if T. Higgins played baseball. 
Right? He, this would be a walk-up song. Might as well jump because on the football field, he's going to be doing a lot of jumping. <laughs> and he's going to be jumping over these cornerbacks that are my size. Right? He's going to jump right over them and bring in these 60-yard bombs. Now, I don't know if he's Mike Williams, you know, when you just unpack him on Christmas morning this September. I, I don't know if he's that, like, right then. I, I don't know, but, like, physically... He's more like what Williams was at the end of his career compared to what he was like at the beginning of his career. And I he may be a little bigger. Like, he may be a little tall. How tall is T. Higgins? Is he like 6'5"? Is T. Higgins 6 feet 5 inches tall? Uh, this, this comes from the text line a few minutes ago. Talk to me about how quickly uh, T. Higgins can replace Mike Williams. Because six, Higgins... 6'4 188 is what he's listed. Yeah, so he's about Williams' size. Um, he's bigger than 188, I think. I think so, too. I, I mean, I, I, he may not be too hundy. After Joey Batson gets a hold of him, he's going to be if he's right. not now. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, ESPN has him at 6'5", 191. Okay, so he honestly, he's probably a shade under 6'5", and like a buck 90-something-ish. He's not going to be what Williams was last year, but he's got a chance to be really, really special. I mean, it, it, you know, you mentioned what if Williams and Gallman and Watson and Artavis were all back next year. If you're going to replace Artavis Scott and Mike Williams with two players, why, why not replace those two with two players that have similar skill sets? Because that's kind of what's happening. Higgins steps in for Williams. Amari Rogers steps in for Scott. And then there's like Ray Ray and Dion there too, who we want to believe in. And we know that their upside is really, really high, but the consistency's, you know, just hasn't been there. But the, the incoming freshman. Hunter Renfro. <clears throat> sorry, I had something in my throat. Right. Thank you. Yeah. And I mean, they're, they're, they're still Travion Thompson, um, DeAndre Overton, Cornell Powell. I mean, Cornell Powell may be the leading receiver for Clemson next year. And it's somebody that we mention about once every 45 days. That's all we do. Yeah. So, uh, but 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 Higgins and Rogers are kind of like Williams and Scott clones. The only problem is they they don't step foot on campus with all of this collegiate experience. So, it, you know, I it's hard for me to predict how each one of those individual players are going to uh, understand their playbooks. I think they're motivated. You know, you 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 see all these kind of social media reports on what's being said at the Prowl and Growl meetings this spring. And I think it was Jeff Scott and Tony Elliott were talking last night. Was it in Aiken, I think? And you know, I, I get like a text or a phone call from somebody down there every once in a while. It's like, hey, man, this is this is what Jeff Scott said about T. Higgins. Or this is what they said about Amari Rogers. Like, if you listen to some of that stuff that's out there, they're pinching themselves over there. Remember Bradley Lee Croy for our Clemson baseball preview show two years ago? This is February 2016. He's talking about Seth Beer, and he's like, man, here's Roy Ben. I walk by the batting cages, and I, I hear Seth Beer make, a, make contact with the baseball, and I pinch myself. He said the same thing about Logan Davidson this past year. And you see what those players are. Scott and Elliott are kind of the same way with Higgins and with Scott or uh, <laughs> Higgins and Rogers coming on board. They're not on campus yet, but they're like, man, these guys are coming, and, and potentially now, potentially there could be some game changers here right now at wide receiver where a lot of people are still saying after losing Williams and Scott, we're still going to have one of the best wide receiving groups in the country with Renfro and Kane and McLeod and 
Cornell Powell and DeAndre Overton. Think about that. I don't know how quickly Higgins is Williams. At some point early in his career, I think that he is. Can I just say that? And I'll just leave it at that. I don't know how quickly T. Higgins becomes the next Mike Williams, but at some point early in his career, I think that's exactly what he becomes. Exactly what he becomes. Is it this year? Eh, I don't know. Is it next year? Probably. Your feelings on T. Higgins at this point compared to your feelings on Sammy Watkins at this point in his <sighs> career? I'm. When did you know Sammy Watkins was – it was before the first game because you were, you were one that said he's going to start right away. All right. Sammy Watkins came to camp here before the start of his senior year of high school down in Florida. I had never scouted Sammy Watkins. I had never really heard a ton about Sammy Watkins outside of maybe in a brief glance at a recruiting database. Here is a five-star wide receiver from the state of Florida. All right, that guy looks good. He stepped foot on campus. I go out to Dabo Sweeney's summertime camps, and I'm anxious to see Sharon Peak. Peak's a five-star guy from right here in our backyard down at Dorman. This is the guy they got to sign in state, and Peak's out there, and, and he stands out because he was just bigger than everybody. And all of a sudden, this guy's running around in dreads, and I'm like, what? who is that? And I'm just like watching, and it's like, it's like, uh, I, I don't know. It's like uh, Picasso's over there painting a picture for somebody. You know, it's like, uh, you know, somebody writing poetry. It's like me in seventh grade writing the best haiku of my life. I mean, it was incredible. It was beautiful. Not really that, but, you know, it was beautiful. In 10 minutes, I looked at that guy and I said, that's the best receiver I've ever seen in person. And we we, we were doing, I think, a different show at the time on another station at the time. Mm -hmm. And and I came on there the next day because we talked a lot about recruiting. And I said, this is the best guy. This is the best receiver I've ever seen in person. 10 minutes, it was that Easily identifiable. Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Ladies and gentlemen. Sammy. Do you know Sammy Watkins is only listed at 6'1"? Yeah, he's shorter. I thought he was taller than that. Well, with the hair, he's got the hair sometimes a little taller. Um, <clears throat> a little taller with the hair, maybe. 6'5 six, with the afro. Pretty good dribbler. <laughs> right. He's a chucker. Russell Westbrook last night was chucking it, man. There's some great, oh my great God. comments last night between Beverly and, and Westbrook. More on that later. I I was more on board with Watkins early because I saw him in person. Honestly, I saw him in person. And it was just, you're like, man, this guy, I, I you just don't see it all that often. NFL talent then, physically ready then. Higgins is a different player. Higgins is more like Williams. Jump ball, go and get it. Probably a better athlete, maybe a step more explosive. I mean, really, yeah, he's got that. I mean, he's there. He, I mean, he's he's I he's right there with Sammy. But I I was a little bit more engaged with Samuel Watkins because probably that I just you know I just saw him up close as often as I did, and I I just I just knew. So I, I haven't got my eyeballs on Higgins in person the way I did with Sammy. Had had that occurred or had that happened prior to now, maybe I'm singing a little bit of a different tune. But if you're asking me the assessment, it's like 1A and 1B. And mm-hmm. 1A is Sammy and 1B would be Higgins. Even though they're different players. I mean, Higgins, 
And I agree. The texture here, Tammy and Seneca, Tammy from the 864, all over it. Higgins equals A.J. Green. Yeah. That's the kind of player. So, you know, these rece- Williams was like that, but not as athletic as Green. Higgins is like that with that Green-like stickiness. Right? You know, Green would catch balls down at Somerville, and you'd watch him be like, oh, my God. And Higgins has that kind of highlight reel tape, too. So they're different players. It, Watkins and Higgins are different players. Higgins is bigger. I agree with the texture. The A.J. Green comparison, I'll take all day long. That That's who you're bringing in. You're bringing in an, an A.J. Green clone. Yes. Mike Williams. Uh, Which is just sick. Absolute sickness. Yeah. Mike Williams leaves Clemson 6'4", 218. Some point sooner rather than later, I could see T. Oh, Higgins, Higgins at that there. size. Right. And, 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 and Williams, when he is. Williams is like a buck 90 on campus. And I think Higgins is a little bit bigger than that right now. Right. Uh and they're trying to see, trying to see what AJ, AJ Green's weight. Um, Green six four two ten. Now, uh, now, right. And, and when he was coming out of Somerville, he was probably six three and a half, one eighty two. You know, he he. But but man, he could still catch a pill. Sure, he could catch a pill up there. Uh, one more call in this hour, FedEx Tiger fan, FedEx Tiger fan. Good afternoon. How you doing, Roy? Very well. Um, I'm excited, man. Uh, getting in uh i just wanted to i've been watching amari and uh the other guy you're talking about what's his name t higgins yeah t uh they're saying that amari is like a freak of nature right like, he, the, the way he his vertical jump and his, his leaping ability is out, out of this world i'm thinking Actually, Scott ran a four. He was our Jeff Scott was in like the four six range, and Amari he's a four four guy. Jay Higgins he's a four three four four guy. I mean, am, am I right? I don't know that Higgins is quite that fast, but uh, the, the the film speaks volumes for what he brings oh, to the man. table. Higgins is not a 4-3 guy. I mean, he's he's probably honestly more in the 4-5-5 five, five legitimate range. He's not 4-3. Okay. Uh, also, one other thing. I, Isaiah Simmons, this guy, it, he, I haven't really had a man crush ever since Bulwer. You know, I, nobody's really stood out to me like, like Bulwer did, but Isaiah Simmons is like a freak. Like, this guy, he's like 6'4", at safety. He can also play corner, maybe Dom, Nichols, something like that. Uh, I just wondered, if, if you ever saw him play? You know, I'll take it off. I appreciate it, really. Yeah, we have. And Brent Venables has been raving about his potential on this spring speaking circuit with the Prowl and Growl Tour. In fact, was doing that last night. And, I mean, Simmons has some J. Ron Curse kind of qualities, I think, in his game. The, the size is what immediately kind of jumps out. I mean, because he's going to give Venables that ball-hawking safety. Remember what, what was it we called Curse at one time? He's like a, what did I say? Pterodactyl. Yeah, a beefed-up pterodactyl. I mean, he's just, you know, he's got this uh, this wingspan. And you're just not used to seeing a safety that's that big. He's enormous. I mean, it's like he could stand in the studio, right in the middle of the studio, and have one hand touching one wall and another hand touching the other wall. I mean, it's just like this incredible freak of nature. Problem with Curse was, back half of his final year, 
he's kind of taken a page out of his own playbook, and he's maybe not on the same page as the rest of his defense. That hurts you in that national championship game and probably made O.J. Howard about $2 million in extra signing cash in this draft. I mean, that, that highlight reel, I think, is still fresh in everyone's minds because O.J. Howard <laughs> didn't do anything that year until that national championship game, and then he rumbles uh, <laughs> for over 200 yards through the air. And along with the onside kick, almost single-handedly, you know, beats the Tigers that night. So I think Simmons is is cut from that same cloth, and he's going to need the experience to kind of get where he needs to go. Got a little bit of that last year, you know, sitting on the bench. Venables has been very optimistic about what he could bring to the table, maybe as soon as this season. So keep an eye on Simmons. You know, they went into Kansas, got him out of there. Remember, they got him and Xavier Kelly top two players from that state just like random uh, two cycles ago and, and now both of those players I, I think are set to make impacts second hour in the books hour three up next broadcasting live this is a playback from the Blue Ridge Security Studios WCCP Clemson Greenville 105.5 The Roar <laughs> It's bow time at Bojangles. For a limited time, enjoy a Cajun filet biscuit combo for only $4.29. Perfectly seasoned chicken breast filet served on made-from-scratch biscuit. Bojangles, it's bow time. Anything that's made just for you is a perfect fit, right? Like a tailored suit. It fits your measurements, no one else's. That same kind of fit is exactly what Engineered Sleep strives for. A mattress made just for you, built to your sleeping patterns and habits. What could be more important than a good night's rest? Engineered Sleep wants to make it a perfect night's rest. If after a couple of weeks you find it's not perfect, Engineered Sleep will adjust it until it is. Visit their location at 627 Congaree Road to see the process. Learn how your mattress is made. By manufacturing your custom-made mattress at their factory, you're saving money because there is no middleman. Factory to you! And you can score a significant discount by picking up your mattress instead of having it delivered. Engineered Sleep, it's not mattress shopping, it's an experience. When a hailstorm comes through and damages your roof, don't trust the repairs to someone that moves in and out faster than the storm. Gillstrap Roofing has been around for decades. When hailstorms hit, they can be devastating. Trust Gillstrap Roofing to handle the repairs and deal with the insurance. Just because someone knocks on your door with a card that says they're a roofer doesn't mean they'll do quality work at a reasonable price. Hasn't the hail done enough damage? Call Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. 269-1232. It's deer season at AgPro, where buying a John Deere tractor couldn't be easier. That means you'll find a great package deal on the John Deere 25 horsepower 3025E, complete with loader, frontier box, rotary cutter, and trailer. Only $20,999. Plus, this tractor is backed by a six-year powertrain warranty. Only at AgPro, where we're strong on making tractor buying simple and affordable. Stop by our three South Carolina locations, including our new store in Anderson, or visit agproco.com for more. Offer it's May 1st, 2017. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Six fifty thousand hours, whichever comes first. See the limited warranty for new John Deere truck utility equipment at dealer for details. Hi, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney. You know, when it comes to buying or servicing a vehicle, I always choose Toyota of Easley for their great selection, affordable prices, and outstanding customer service. Toyota of Easley is a family-owned business, and in all the years I've been a customer, I've always been treated like family. I encourage you to visit Toyota of Easley if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle or in need of service. 
Toyota of Easley is all in, and their name means a great deal. Paid for by Smart Money Secret. Worried about your credit score? You should be. In today's world of increased data surveillance, your credit score now affects far more than your ability to borrow. You can be refused a place to live, car insurance, even access to cell phones and car loans. Worse, employers can now legally deny you for a job based on your credit. The banks are getting out of control, forcing us to pay loan shark interest rates for the privilege of buying the things we want and need, all because of a low credit score. But there is something you can do. Tired of seeing good Americans punished by the manipulations of big finance? A secret report was recently leaked by a credit industry insider that exposes a loophole that can dramatically benefit people with bad credit. Using this proven technique, thousands of Americans are now improving their scores faster than they ever thought possible. Find out how you too can begin using this loophole to start improving your credit score today. Call 1-800-885-3800. Call 1-800-885-3800 and see how. 1-800-885-3800. Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Third hour of the show begins right now. Back here at 105.5 The Roar. I did my little workout routine this morning. Uh, I was over there at uh, Planet Fitness. In what are you doing, though? Your, your routine. What are you doing, jazzercise? What, what, what are we doing over there? <laughs> you know, honestly, what I do, this is what I do. Hot yoga? I hate yoga. I don't understand yoga. I don't want to be part of yoga. I don't want any part of your hot yoga. You, may tell you, you hot yoga people are the, are the most ingenious marketing people on the planet you are convincing people that it's a good thing to come sit in a hot studio i mean that's you know that's what you do when the air conditioner's broke well (laughs) hot yoga to me just when i say it i I feel like i'm gonna smell body odor somewhere i I don't know why i just picture people in spandex and just seems weird i I don't want to do it my normal workout you know i'm doing elliptical trying to shed some weight little calorie deal Right, and then I'll, I'll focus in on some upper body, some lower body stuff. It's not mm-hmm. a ton; it's just to kind of keep you, uh, you know, in a decent, in decent shape. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not running your marathons. I'm not doing. I'm not running 26 miles like you do. I don't. I don't do that. No Ironman. I'm not swimming. I'm not a really good swimmer. So just you know, it's like an hour in and out. In an hour, I feel pretty good. That's plenty. That's plenty. Yeah, exactly. That's it, plenty. It, probably three, four times a week. It's good. But I was doing that today, and Michael Jackson was playing. A little Rock with You came on. Uh, it was great. I I, I love. 82 Michael Jackson. Now, any of the Michael Jackson, the Jackson 5, I can't get enough of that. And, and it really, it puts you in a good mood every time. It puts you in a really good mood. I don't see how it doesn't put you in a good mood. And today we need to be in a good mood. It's have, it's It's been fun kind of talking about the NFL draft and where Deshaun's going and some of the other stuff. The Mike Williams, the irony, the fact is, if he's not injured two years ago, you probably win a national championship that year, but you probably don't win one this past season. Or do you? I, I don't know. You blow your mind thinking about it. Would you be so much more confident having won one the first time that you just find a way to will yourself to win the second time? And would they both be against Bama? That would be crazy. I, I, I don't know. And I, I have some people over there texting me on campus. Oh, yeah, we'd have gone back to back. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I don't know. So we got that on the agenda if you want to talk about draft positions for these former players here. Uh, as many as nine, and I'll give you the list here in this segment too. Where do you want them to go? What do you think is going to happen there? We, we can play that game here in this hour. 
I've got this question on the text line. We've got some good phone calls today, too. 986-1566, the text line. Uh, Brennan in Clemson says, got a question for you, Roy and Ben. If you were promised 4-2 and two in baseball against UNC and Louisville, would you take two series wins or would you take a sweep and a series loss? And if option two, who would you rather sweep? If you told me right now they're going two and one on the road in Chapel Hill and then two and one against that behemoth of a program, Dan McConnell's bring it down here from the Ville. I mean, uh, holy yeah. crap. My hands I, up. I'll hey, take it. They do that, Brennan. They do that. 